Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic events of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name's Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Stans, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So this week, uh, as we look into the week ahead, it really is all about central banks. So perhaps you can share your thoughts on on what you're going to be looking at next week. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. The week ahead is really all about central banks um, as markets continue to grapple uh, with the growth inflation uh, trade-offs in relation to central bank reaction functions. Now, uh, after this week's um, heightened volatility surrounding the August US inflation print and the knee-jerk repricing of front-end rates and higher terminal rate expectations, the September FOMC meeting uh, on Tuesday will be of crucial viewing for financial markets. Now, until the CPI print, uh, markets had used positive economic data or upside inflation surprises uh, to bring forward rate hikes, but relative to the June dots, Uh, the terminal rate remained relatively consistent, somewhere around that 4% level. Post-CPI, which, uh, as we discussed further in this week's blog, um, it was a modest miss uh, relative to expectations, uh, with headline inflation still moving in the right direction, albeit uh, with a slightly higher core rate. Uh, The concern has been that uh, a slower return to normal inflation levels uh, means a more persistent hiking cycle and thus a higher terminal rate in the U.S., Uh, My concern, uh, and from um, uh, overnight, it seems also uh, mildly the concern uh, of the World Bank in some respects, uh, is that a higher terminal rate expectations likely don't take into account uh, the lag in monetary policy impact. Uh, Essentially, the time between the rate hike and the full impact of that rate hike uh, on restraining demand, Uh, or even uh, the slowing uh, of the global economic backdrop itself, uh, more of a factor for the world's central bank. Uh, that the Fed is. Now, this week's FOMC, therefore, will be important on many levels. Uh, A, uh, the the rate hike increment and accompanying communication will be a key focus. Uh, From our perspective, 75 basis points is the most likely outcome, uh, but this is fully priced by markets. Uh, B, uh, the communication around the inflation trajectory relative to the previous commentary and also relative to the August inflation print will also be key. Uh, C, the summary of economic projections, the updated version of those specifically, do the Fed adjust growth below zero at any point in the forecast horizon, implying uh, a form of uh, recession? Um, The extent of the unemployment rate rise, uh, and again, further signs of negative growth trajectory, uh, and changes to the inflation trajectory throughout the forecast period, uh, key for markets to balance that inflation and growth fears uh, in relation to rates. Uh, and then lastly, D or DOTS, uh, while uh, there continues to be a significant dispersion, uh, or there will continue to be a dis- significant dispersion, uh, the median DOTS for this year and for next will likely be a key focus for markets. Uh, will the Fed move up to market rate expectations following the CPI? Uh, and finally, do they keep the long run or equilibrium rate expectation or DOTS unchanged at around that 2.5% level that has significant implications uh, for the long end of the rate curve? Secondly, uh, we get a broader array of central banks next week that are also worthy of note. Uh, Brazil, Switzerland, Indonesia, South Africa and the Bank of Japan, uh, to name a few. And of those, uh, Switzerland uh, is expected to hike 50 basis points, taking the key rate to 
positive uh, 0.25% from minus 0.25, a very rapid change in the backdrop from the deepest negative rates in the world uh, to positive uh, in two steps. Uh, Brazil is at the opposite end of the spectrum, having hiked aggressively ahead of uh, developed market central banks and taking rates from 2% to their current 13%. Um, Unchanged rates, as expected next week, likely offer a more supportive signal to bond markets uh, ahead of the all-important elections next month. Uh, The Bank of Japan, however, may be the most significant uh, non-US market for next week, uh, certainly for developed market FX. Um, uh, The Ministry of Finance and the Bank of Japan have recently stepped up their FX rhetoric uh, in response to yen weakness, uh, likely pushing verbal intervention to its limits. Now, so far, this has held dollar yen below the 145 level. uh, But if the Bank of Japan keep their yield curve control target commitment and thus anchoring Japanese yields near zero and facilitating uh, a wider spread relative to the US, uh, then the MOF uh, may need to put their money where their mouth is, so to speak. Uh, Important viewing for dollar yen uh, and likely for the dollar more broadly. And then lastly, the focus comes back to the Bank of England. Now, at the last Bank of England monetary policy report, uh, the bank gave some pretty dire economic forecasts. They did so, however, in the absence of a fiscal response to the increasingly acute energy price shock as a function of the fact that there was no government at the time. Uh, Since then, uh, we have had a huge intervention uh, from the new Liz Truss-led UK government, again, a topic that we discuss in this week's blog. And we also get a fiscal event or a mini budget from the new Chancellor uh, on Friday. Now, while Chancellor Kwarteng's fiscal event is unlikely to make uh, to make it into the Bank of England forecasts, uh, the energy price cap commitment will. Markets will therefore be very keen to gauge the extent of the downward revisions to the bank's inflation forecast throughout the forecast horizon and perhaps upward revisions to the general growth projections. Uh, this growth and in inflation balance is again key to the monetary reaction function. Now, on balance, we think 50 basis points is the most likely outcome at the Bank of England meeting, probably with a descent uh, for 25 basis points uh, from Silvana Tenreiro uh, on growth concerns and for a 75% from Mann and Haskell uh, on inflation concerns. Another big week, week for the UK and another big week for Sterling. A big week indeed, and a lot to be looking out for in the week ahead. Well, thank you once again for joining us and for outlining your thoughts. I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks very much, mate. It's been a pleasure. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa Sampaoli Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell, or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or